ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another awesome amazing exciting episode of horror with sir sturdy with my guy matt matt what's up brother how you doing not much man how's it going it's going great and um today seeing as how we are getting ready for scarecon and at the end of october i decided Woo-hoo! that i wanted to do podcasts of the guests that will be there a movie from you know from one of their movies and i'm drawing a blank as to what her name is but we're doing friday Today, we're going to be doing Friday the 13th, the original one. Adrian King. Adrian King. Wait, was that uh? See. Oh, shit, now. Now I fucked up. <laughs> Matt fucked up. And uh, hold on. <laughs> we're, I, we're keeping this in the episode. <laughs> yes, Adrian King. I keep getting Amy Steele and Adrian King mixed up, but it's Adrian King that's going to be there. Amy Steele's part two. Yes, yes, she's the final girl in part two but adrian king she was the final girl in the first friday the 13th movie yep <clears throat> she gets killed off in the second movie but um so yeah like i was saying i'm just i want to do that so it'll give me an opportunity to talk to these guests when i'm getting their autographs and all that and give them my business card and let them know like hey i happen to do a podcast on this movie you were in that you started in and it's out now like <clears throat> that's another thing i want to do i want to try to get as many podcast episodes recorded for between then and when Scarecon comes and every single one that we that I record with either Matt, Rob or whoever I'm going to put them out. They're going to come out every Sunday, but when the con gets closer if I have a couple I need to come out, they'll be coming out, you know, the week of the con or whatever. Just so if they do come check out my podcast, they can see like, "Hey, look, he really did do this and hopefully I can get them on one day." So, That'll yes. Be awesome. 
I'm still going for that. I'm gunning for it. And um, yeah, man. So first of all, Friday the 13th Part 1. Great movie, I think. I think it's kind of... Uh, I think it's underrated for someone who hasn't, who doesn't really know the franchise well. Like, say, people who've seen maybe part three and then and beyond and haven't seen the first two, or maybe even part two and beyond. I say part three because of the iconic mask. So, mm -hmm. you know, part one, you hear of Jason. We, you, you hear about, the, you hear the name Jason throughout the movie and all that. You never see Jason. We find out that he drowned as a boy and his mother's taking revenge because the counselors were drinking, drugging, and fucking. Instead of watching the kids, and, you know, he drowned, so she killed the counselors, which, I mean, shit. <laughs> I can't really blame her. I'm not saying that that's the right way to go, but I mean... Nah, it, gets it, the whole, like, split personality almost going on her. Yeah, oh yeah. Kill her. She goes nuts. Kill her, mommy. Kill her. I, and she was like, rest in peace to Betsy White, first and foremost. I wish I had the chance to meet her, and... Another thing, this is not, this is Friday the Thirteenth topic. Matt, last year at Scarecon, somebody had a um, a Pam figure. I think they're selling for like eighty or ninety bucks. I believe it was the twelve-inch figure, ninety bucks, which wasn't bad. I went by there about two or three times. I was like, you know what? Let me just check around, check around, check around, because I went with X amount of money. I don't remember how much I had on me, and I left without buying it. And right now I'm kicking myself because I'm like, I should have bought that fucking figure. The box was a little dinged up, but the figure was in, like, great condition. This year, Matt, when I go there, if you don't buy one, if you see one and you don't buy it, please let me know where it is. And do not let me leave this con without buying <laughs> that figure. Because yep. that was very, like, uh, I should have bought that figure, man. I'm trying to just get this collection growing. And um, I got another quick, quick announcement. But by the time you guys hear this, I should already have my box by then. Hopefully. <laughs> Coffin box. My amazing, awesome, wonderful, beautiful wife signed me up for Coffin box the other day, and she told me about awesome. it, and I'm excited about it. So I cannot wait to start doing some unboxing videos, which my unboxing videos now, and I will get back to this Friday the 13th part one, I promise, will be going to, um, instead of doing them on Facebook Live, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do them on Twitch, because it's, it's like gaming and all kinds of stuff. You get more of an interaction. So I'm going to do them on Twitch. But as I'm recording them live on Twitch, I'm going to share the link to uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. And then I'm going to also upload it, when the video's done, upload it onto um, YouTube. So nice. I will be back doing videos very, very soon. And yes, me and Matt will be going live one of these days, I promise. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know when. <laughs> Maybe it'll be next year at my con when he comes to my table and he's coming and talking because I will have my camera, my computer, and all that stuff there, and hopefully they have Wi-Fi there, and we can try to do a little something-something. Maybe, maybe not, but we will be going live one of these days. I know we were supposed to about two months ago, but, hey, stuff happens. Yep. We're back here recording together again, and I'm happy about that. So, Matt, you said you just finished watching Friday the 13th Part 1 today. Yep. Um. So what are your thoughts on this movie? It's great. <laughs> it's like it's if you don't know anything about the franchise – or if you do know, like a lot of people know tons about this franchise. It's weird because they don't mention Jason at all until close to like near the end of the film. Mm -hmm. It's kept all quiet. You don't know who the killer is at all. You kind of kind of lean towards maybe the old crazy guy, but all you see is feet. You don't see some legs, but you don't see anything else. 
So you kind of you know it's none of the counselors or anything like that, but it's got that great slasher where it's nobody. It's nobody you know. Mm-hmm. And until the very end on what it is, and that's what, boom. And you're like, oh, okay, and it releases the whole entire story. Now with this movie, this movie Tom Savini did the uh, special effects for, which I thought was pretty cool. With the whole, with Kevin Bacon. Fucking Kevin Bacon is in the first Friday the 13th movie. Yes, he is. <laughs> Kevin fucking Bacon. Now, there was another slasher around the same time that Tom Savini worked on, too. And those two kind of competed for the spotlight. For the slashers, for another campy slasher. Mm-hmm. Do you know what slasher that is? Well, say the question. Say that one more time, please. All right. When Friday the 13th came out, uh-huh. there was another slasher done in with camp counselors and everything and Tom Savini worked on both of them. They came out around the same time. They both kind of competed for the slasher spotlight. But only one got really big, which was Friday the 13th. The other one got a great cult following. But do you know what movie I'm talking about? I'm going to take a guess here and I'm going to say it is the move. This guess is actually going to be at Scarecon, so we have to do a podcast on this movie, is it Sleepaway Camp? No. Damn it. Well, either way, I want to do that one. What movie? The Burning. The Burning. The Burning is another, like, Tom TV did a fantastic job doing the special effects on it. I gotta see that. It's another slasher. Um, They call him Cropsy, I I think, in that movie. He's got a pair of, like, uh, head shears. Mm -hmm. But, again, they both competed for the spot because they were both summer camp slashers. Um, the the killer had a uh, bad past or something happened to them, and they kind of like went back and forth. But Friday the 13th got big, and that's when they started making all the sequels. And that's when they started adding Jason in, in, into part two, which, all right, now we got something cool going on. And then they got started making more and more. And for me, I think they stopped getting good after part seven like part eight and up mm-hmm. yeah they get a little rough <laughs> i had fun with those ones too but i get what you're saying definitely mm-hmm. i definitely but get what you're saying friday the 13th is like a fantastic slasher there's it's got its flaws here and there but you know, other than that it's a it's an awesome flick i i 100 percent agree i 100 percent agree on that because it's just it's a really fun movie, the first one. Like like you like you were saying, they don't really mention Jason until later in the movie. And you don't know you don't realize you don't know who the killer is until later in the movie, which I thought was great because a lot of times when you see a slasher movie or not always, but there's times you first time you pop in the movie, you're like, Okay, boom, that's the killer. But with right. this one you don't know at all for a really, really long time. And you see his mother throughout the movie quite a bit and you still don't really No, you don't click. see the mother at all. Don't you see her a little bit earlier in the movie? Shit, I didn't watch it in a little bit. No, she doesn't appear until the very end when the the truck pulls up and Adrian King's character runs out and she goes, oh, I'm Pamela Voorhees. I'm friends with so-and-so. The Christies. The Christies, yes. And she hugs her and then they start talking and that's when things start going, "Uh uh-oh. So then that's the first introduction of Pamela Voorhees. Okay, you're right, you're right. Pamela freaking Voorhees. Again, rest in peace, Betsy Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one with the uh, 
the kill with the with the axe in the head. Yes. And with that kill, now I'm just going off of memory. I want to say, I ble- I know the head part was you know obviously the kill wasn't a real kill, but like when it hit the light and all that, that part was real. And so they were talking. Damn it. <laughs> I was watching the Crystal Lake memoirs memories thing, and they were talking about it in the in that. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Oh. Great documentary. Yes, Holy I, crap. I only watched like half of it because it's so freaking long. I, we still never finished it, my wife and I. Yeah, same. And <laughs> actually, speaking, okay, real quick tangent on that. I, um, which I still want to order the wine from that. Did you, Camp Crystal Lake wine? You remember that from the memoir, from the memories? Yeah, I don't have any of it. That would be kind of cool to grab a hold of. I don't think they still make it or not. Yeah, it, you can buy it online. Nice. And it's it's a little pricey, kind of, sort of. Like, I think to get every single bottle would be over 100 bucks, which isn't too, too crazy. But I would get them just because there's different designs on every single bottle just to collect mm-hmm. it. If we drink it, we drink it. If it's good, I mean, if we don't, we don't. But I just want it for the bottle's sake, as every other fan would. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, with this movie, it was just, like we were saying, it was a good movie. It was a fun movie. And just the, the practical effects. Like, when Kevin Bacon gets killed, that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Stabbed through the neck, yes. through the throat, and like they're explaining that through the thing. Like, yeah, obviously he wasn't really in the bed. He was laying, he was like kneeling behind the bed, kind of, but his head was on the pillow. And then they had like all his torso was fake. Yeah, the whole rest of the body was fake, and he had his head sticking up through the bed, moved the torso close to it. They did the same trick in the burning as well, which was kind of neat. Nice. I'll just say it like that. <laughs> nice. I, I, I really need to go see that movie I take. I need to. <laughs> oh, if you're to... a slasher fan, this is a definitely must watch, too, is The Burning. Oh, I it love it. It even has uh, Jason Alexander in it from um, Seinfeld. Oh, wow. He's thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm definitely going to check that movie out. So, okay. I got a question for you. All right. If you had to choose one kill in that movie, which I'm sure I know what it is, because mine's probably the same one. What was your favorite kill in that movie? <clears throat> favorite kill? The axe in the head. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, that was my second. That was maybe my second favorite. Mine is the Kevin Bacon kill. Oh, all Just right. Just through the throat, the blood pouring out. And then when I watched it, now again, I don't remember what they said exactly, but watching the documentary and hearing like how that was done and hearing you know, how they did that part and all that stuff, I was like, yep, that makes me like this kill even better. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, that was a really good kill right there. Just one, like, one issue I have with it is a lot of the other kills are off screen. Mm, you don't, yeah. you don't see any of them. It's just only certain ones get the screen kill. And it's like, oh, that would have been cool to see, you know, the one guy get the arrows through the, his crotch, through his chest, and through his head. Yeah. And uh, the other, the, the goofy guy who gets a slow slit, but you don't see any of that stuff. But it gives it that cool, all right. They're, you know they're getting killed. <laughs> but back then, you didn't have a lot of money to do a lot of the on-screen kills, so therefore they had to do certain ones. True, true. The ones that were on-screen were really good, really well done, though, especially for that time. Oh, yeah. And, again, as we always say, damn near in every single episode that we discuss, practical effects are so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. CGI... I don't. I, I know I say I hate it a lot. I think I say that at least. I don't hate it. I just don't love it. S- practical effects, I love. CGI is like, eh, it's okay. Because I understand sometimes, I guess, 
I don't know. I guess it needs to be in some certain areas. You know, sometimes it needs to be in there, but I just hate when they overdo it. When they overdo it with these movies nowadays, it's just... Sometimes it can ruin a fucking movie. I they do the movie. CGI blood, because blood is cheap to make. Yes. Very easy. But when they CGI this blood, I'm like, why are they doing that? It doesn't it's, look separate. It looks It looks stupid. It does. It does. And sometimes it just... That right there can take a movie with a good story, a good cast. Everything else is pretty good about it, in my opinion. It can be like an 8 rating or a 7 rating and take it all the way down to like a 3 or a 4 if you're basing it with the CGI. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could ruin the movie big time. And that's what I love about I think that's one thing I love about the 80s horror movies, like 80s slashers especially, this one that we're talking about now. It's like... The practical effects, it's just, it's done so well, and then just, I don't know, it was just, it, it was a really good movie. It really was a really good movie. The more I think about it, I got to rewatch it again, and again, and again, which I do every Friday the 13th, but that's beyond, <laughs> that's beyond the point. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I was saying earlier in this episode, well, I'm doing this episode now just because, you know, someone's going to be there from the con, which is freaking amazing, Adrian King, and, mm-hmm. uh. Because, like, with Friday the 13th, I usually try to drop them on Friday the 13th. I know it's cliche and everyone does, but I don't care. But um, I was like, you know what? I got to do this. And we're going to have to do, me and you or me and somebody are going to have to do part seven. Because um, yes. I don't know her. I can't think of her real name off the top of my head. But Tina from part seven's in there. With her little psychic powers. So, And part seven is one of my favorite Friday the 13th. Mine too. I believe it was third on my list on the countdown. And that's the one where it introduces my favorite Jason, Kane Hodder, which was freaking mm-hmm. awesome. But <laughs> we can go on that, that love fest when we talk about that, <laughs> that movie. So what did you think about the characters in this movie, though? Like, me, you know, you have, the, you have the goofy character, which is always fun in a slasher. You have the brains. You have... The easy chick, you have, you know what I mean? You, always, you have the teens that go off and have sex. You have all that fun stuff. But I liked, uh, I liked the characters a lot in this movie. I feel like they fit well, again, especially for that time. They fit really good for this movie. The acting might not have been the greatest, but it wasn't terrible either. There was a lot of likable characters, too. There weren't ones that you really hated. There wasn't that one person that was the dick or the asshole. There wasn't one that was the super bitch or anything like that. They were just, like, three were good friends. Two of them were already there working, so they got together, and they all had a good uh, interaction. Their chemistry was great. Even the girl that was hitchhiking, I liked her. She was nice and sweet. And then all of a sudden, you know, they start getting picked off one by one. Mm-hmm. And the girl that gets fucked by Kevin Bacon, she's got a nice set of boobs. So you definitely got some boobs going on, too. But again, there was no really character that I really hated in this movie. There's actually a lot of characters I liked. Just the the one guy that kept goofing around. He was kind of a little bit of annoying, but that's your practical Joker character. That's yeah. your your goofball guy. Rather than that, everyone was pretty cool. I agree. I agree. There there wasn't one character that I was like, oh man, I can't wait for him to get killed off. There also wasn't a character that I was like in love with that I'm like, I hope this person survives. I don't. As a matter of fact, I think for every single Jason movie except for part five with Reggie the Reckless, because he's like my favorite character out of the whole franchise. Not including, not including Jason. He's probably my favorite character out of the whole franchise. But um, like every Jason movie that I've watched, because I'm such a big Jason fan, he's my favorite slasher by far. 
Number two is Art the Clown now, though, but I always want Jason to, like, just destroy everybody. Everybody. <laughs> and that includes Julius. Everybody knows. I know I joke around. I always root for the black characters, but I'm just tired of us getting killed off in every damn movie. But, you know, <laughs> like, I just, I don't know, man. It, there's, like I said, there's, there's not one character in this movie that I hated, but there's not one character that I'm like, I hope that this character survives. I feel like the final girl was perfect to be the final girl. I think that was freaking awesome. That's one thing. That's another thing about this franchise. I feel they do well for the most part is picking the final person to survive. You know what I mean? The final person. Except mm -hmm. for Corey Feldman's character. He should have. Well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and just like, I, I like how, I think, was it in this one? Did they tell the story in this one? Yes, the, the whole little Jason story. The right at the beginning of oh, yes. the murders. They said that well, the uh, Jason died in, I think it was 58. Mm -hmm. Then the camp, two camp counselors were murdered in 59. Then they tried reopening it. The water went bad or something weird yeah. in the lake. Okay. Like, there was all, all these fire. There was fires occurring. And they were just talking about how cursed uh, Camp Crystal Lake was. And people kept fucking going. Yep, and then they renamed it Camp Blood and all that kind of stuff. But so um, you got kind of like a history on the camp itself too. Yeah, I was I was gonna say like that's one story I never ever get tired of. As many times I've heard the freaking Friday, you know, the the Jason story, the campfire Jason story, and all that. Every time I hear that story, I get excited. I'm like, oh yes, this is gonna be so awesome. I can't wait to see this. Like. I know I've seen these movies so many times. I always go into the movie, especially when I hear that story. Like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Even though, again, I know exactly what's going to happen because I've seen it already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you go in there with that mindset, like, maybe something different is going to happen this time. But nope. <laughs> it's always the same shit. And I feel, as I mean, again, as far as the slasher movies go, the ones that I've seen that I can think of off the top, this is probably my favorite story. Not including the kills and all that. Just the backstory that you get from about Jason, I like it more than you get from the Michael Myers, a little bit you get from that, but you got more from the remake than you did from the other stories. Mm -hmm. And same with Freddy. Like, I like this one because it's one solid story for the most part, and it's just, it's a pretty good story, you know? What's your thoughts definitely. on, this? What's your thoughts on yeah. the story of this? Yeah, the story was definitely well written. Like, you get part of uh, all your past, and you don't have all these flashbacks. I hate when you watch a movie, you get flashback after flashback after flashback, and you can't pay attention if it's past or present. <laughs> it already starts off way back in 1959. Yeah, yeah, it does. Boom. And it works right to present. It says present day, and then you keep saying, you know, this is what happened, and that's how it goes, and they don't do anything else. And you just got the kids goofing around, trying to get the camp ready, and the murders start occurring, and that's what the movie's all about. I like how they did that. Yeah, me too. Um, damn, I'm trying to think what to say about this movie. <laughs> I love the trivia. Now, you saw the movie Scream, right? Yeah. Now, I remember seeing it in the theater. And during this, the one scene where Drew Barrymore is answering the questions, mm -hmm. and the killer saying, you know, blah, 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 and she answers it. Well, I, remember, I still remember this one question to this day, and I will never forget it because I did get it right. <laughs> he goes, the killer goes, who was the killer in the course Friday the 13th? And Drew Barrymore's going, it's Jason, it's fucking Jason, the guy with the hockey mask, blah, 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 blah. And the killer goes, no. And of course, kills him. And she's like, 
what the fuck? You, it's Jason. He's been in all the movies, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, the cutter goes, no, Jason's mother was the original killer in the yes. first one. Yes. Jason follows in the sequels. I'm like, ah, that's some good horror knowledge right there. Because a lot of people say, well, who's the killer on Friday the 13th? And everyone goes, Jason. Like, mm-hmm. No, You're, Jason's that's, mother. That's so, that's so true with this movie. Mm-hmm. So freaking true. And that's even to this day, like, you can ask somebody who's a horror fan or even not a horror fan, you, hey, who's the killer of Friday the 13th? They're going to automatically say Jason just because everybody yep. knows who. My niece is four years old. She knows Jason's mask. <laughs> she's <laughs> never seen the movie, obviously. I think she's seen the game, like, one or two times. And actually, if you listen, if you, when you listen to the episode, if you hear the, when you hear the intro after you hear Sam talking and then me talking, that it's Jason's mask. That's my niece. Oh, that's cool. So, and hey, it ties in with this. The reason why that's on there is because when I did the um, a countdown, the countdown episode that I dropped Friday the Thirteenth in uh, I forgot when, sometime this year. The last Friday the Thirteenth we had, or the time before that, the one before that. Anyway, when I did the countdown, you know, I sent it to my brother to mix down and all that, and he sent me a video of her holding a mask, saying it's Jason's mask, and I was like, yo. If there's any way you can put that into audio and put that in the intro with this Friday the 13th episode, that would be great. And he did that for me, and it's just been part of the intro ever since. I'm like, I, I just, I want to keep it on there. <laughs> Definitely. So it, it, it's perfect. So, yeah, that's, that's a little thing that maybe not many people do know. They know now. And um, I made a, um, I'm trying to get back into it again, airbrushing, but this was a few years, a few years ago I airbrushed a mask pink. And I just recently gave it to my niece. This is before my niece was even born. But I just recently gave it to her. Well, that's, the ma- that's actually the mask she was looking at and talking about. <laughs> so I gave it to her either the end of the last year or sometime this year. Because I had, oh, cool. a, um, I have a couple of replica, ma- replica masks like that are already finished and all that that I bought. And I grabbed one to try to get her to put it on. But she like hit under the table. She was scared of it. So I was like, all right, I'll be right back. I ran upstairs and grabbed the pink mask. And she, she was fine with that. She was playing with it, putting it on and all that. And she wanted me to put it on at first, and I gave it to her. And she wasn't she wasn't scared of the mask, probably because it was pink. So I was like, you know what? You can she can keep this. She'll be alright with that. Yeah. So yeah, that's my little <laughs> little tidbit about that. Now we can <laughs> jump back into board Jason and killing. Um. So actually, speaking of Jason, have you played the video game, the Friday the Thirteenth video game? Yep, I played it a couple times. It's fun. It's hard. It is. I was just about to ask you what you think of it. I think it's a really fun game, and um. We gotta get on there and play together sometime. Me, you, and a couple other guys. I, I think we'd have a good time, man. The headsets and oh, all yeah. that good stuff. I guess I, I need to practice more. I still suck at it. Oh, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm me too. Me too. So don't even feel bad about that part. The first time I played, I'm going. I better not play Jason because I don't know what to do. And of course, I end up <laughs> playing Jason. I'm going. Oh shit! Everyone got away. <laughs> like, I don't know what to. I'm trying to hit buttons. I'm I'm zooming over here and. People are turning red over there, and I'm slacking. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It happens, man. It's just it's just practice. And I feel like with something yeah, like that. I got to play the, the solo mode. Not, I'll just go right on. Because solo mode, I think it's actually, they make the AI so smart on there, I think. I haven't played in a while with solo mode. That it's a pain in the ass to try to do the challenges with that. But playing online, like, because usually when I play online, I play with at least one or two friends, at least. And just having them in the headset makes the game more fun. Right, right there alone, just talking shit in the headset, having a good time. And then you add that to the fact that you're playing with some people you know. 
and it's 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 real fun though, man. Like I have, I know you have it. Friend Scott has it. Henry has it. And I think there's a couple other people I know that have it that I can play online with. So one of these nights, I don't know if you play, like, usually when I game, I game, I start streaming now and all that good stuff. But uh, I was going to say, usually when I game now, I game later on at night. And it's usually on the weekends just because of work and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. So I'm on late night. If you're ever on real late at night, send me a text message like, hey, let's play Friday the 13th. Or um, another game we play is Dead by Daylight. So, I got to download that. Yeah, you should. It's still free, man. You're at PlayStation Plus. Go download it. <laughs> what's it? What's it called? It's uh, Dead by Daylight. I'll even, as a matter of fact, I'll text it to you right now. And uh, while I'm texting you this, you want to just take over the Friday the Thirteenth conversation real quick? Okay. Uh, of course. Uh, let's see. Friday the Thirteenth. You get introduced with a bunch of characters, all that fun shit. The crazy old man, which is another one of my favorite characters in this in this movie mm-hmm. you're all doomed yes you're all doomed crazy ralph you're all crazy doomed ralph. he's hiding out in the, the cellar not the cellar the uh the broom closet or wherever the hell it is he's just all i'm thinking when does he get killed i'm trying to think and i pop in part two and i'm fast forwarding through all the kills and all that shit i'm going okay he does die in part two they bring him back in the sequel which i thought was great yes and you got to have that old crazy guy because maybe he had some part to it in the beginning because he's old enough to be maybe he was maybe a groundskeeper during the time of everything happening or he could have been a counselor or something. Maybe that's what made him all crazy now because of that situation. We don't get any backstory on Crazy Ralph. Just he's, he's an alcoholic. Uh, he's warning everybody he's probably the town drunk or whatever but that's it so i wonder if there's a back a big backstory to him that would be actually kind of cool or fun with like a fan-made film maybe he's yeah. seen jason and survived but um well back- not, not jason but probably, probably or, sorry sorry his mom his mom doing all the killing and realized I gotta get the fuck out of here yeah. or something but that brings me to my, something that's popping up in my head now and it's like all these horror movies you see friday the 13th actually has two crazy Crazy old drunks. <laughs> the second old drunk, I don't remember his name. He was in part... I can't remember what part he was in. Part six, the one part with the six. bottle? Yes, yes, yes. Part six. Mm-hmm. And he was drinking. Like, you've seen him drinking. <laughs> but how come people never, ever listen to the crazy old guy? And this, the, in that one, part six, he was holding a fucking eyeball. But... The, <laughs> Because he's crazy old guy. Like, yeah. Get the fuck away from me. I want to listen to him. I, I think I would. Just like, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Something's not right here. You get that bad vibe, and then you see this crazy old motherfucker. Like, listen, that camp is a that camp is a death curse. <laughs> like, listen, I'm not, oh, you know what? I know we traveled, well, it's in New Jersey. So for me, it would be about three or four hours. I know we traveled about four hours to come to this camp. But uh, I think we should we could stay in Jersey, but let's you know let's let's go somewhere else because you got this fool right here saying that this is a death camp, this is a death curse, this this and this happened here, and um, I don't want to figure out what's gonna happen next. I've seen enough horror movies to know that it's probably a bad idea to go here. Oh yeah, and uh, maybe this guy <clears throat> is not. They call him Crazy Ralph. But if you think about it, maybe Crazy Ralph is the most sane person in the movie because he's not—he's going there to warn you, motherfuckers, and to try to stay alive, and he dies trying to warn you, dumbasses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to Crazy Ralph. 
He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and yeah, he's actually one of my favorite characters in the series too. I didn't even think of that. And Tom Savini is freaking amazing. Is he going to be at ScareCon this year, Tom Savini? I hope so. They haven't posted anything yet. He's supposed to because he was supposed to be there last year, but something came up and he couldn't make it. So I'm hoping that he shows up this year. Me too, because I didn't meet him yet. He was actually up here at Fanticon in Albany, I think 2012 or 13 or something, maybe 14 or 15. I forgot what year it was. That's not important. But um, anyway, my brother Henry got his autograph. I don't know why I didn't get his autograph that day, but um, I have to get his autograph, and it's going to be something signed from Friday the 13th because it just has to be. <laughs> yeah, I have a DVD of, like, a special effects that he did. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all – I forgot what it's called. I found it for a buck, so I picked it up, and it's all it, – him getting interviewed about doing Friday the 13th, doing Creep Show – doing Tales from the Dark Side, a bunch of whole different nice. things. And it's just all interviews with him. I'm like, this is pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. So I might get, if he does, I might get that signed or something Creepshow 2-ish. I mean, Creepshow 1-ish. Possibly. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to find that DVD. I'm going to have to look that up, too. I love documentaries, especially stuff like that. It's yeah. quick. It's, it's a short little thing. It's not too long. I think it's like 30 minutes or something. But it's really neat. Oh, that's real quick. Yeah. I, would, I, I would watch it if it was 30 minutes or freaking 30 hours. Obviously not in one, not in one oh, sitting, yeah. but I love that kind of stuff. And especially with the horror stuff and something you're really interested in, yeah, that would be cool. Oh, bring that back up at the convention, too. <clears throat> I Like how you said, you saw the figure, you didn't think about it, mm -hmm. walked away. I've always had that thing happen to me, too. There's been certain things I, I look at it, I set it down, like, meh, maybe later on or whatnot. Then all of a sudden, it's gone. Yes. I tell everybody now, and I'll say this from learning from experience and everything. If you have enough money and it's, it's cheap, it's a good price, just get it and get it over with. It's good. Usually, if it's really expensive, a lot of times you can wait till Sunday and then the, the vendors don't want to bring it back. Mm -hmm. You make it a great deal on it. But if it's something that you've definitely been after for so long, or you just see it and you're like, wow, that's awesome. How much? 20 bucks? Just get it, and you don't have to worry about it. You won't be kicking yourself, and you're lucky you have it. Uh, or if you see something that looks really interesting, we all have our phones. We all have that technology. Look it up pretty quick, because a buddy of mine, we went to a Scaricon one year. He shows me, he goes, oh, the vendor showed me this, uh, I think it was an Alien versus Predator set. It was the, the really tall figures. It was a predator and a, a marine or something, or an alien and a marine. Because mm -hmm. oh, the vendor said, this is really rare. I got it for this price, blah, 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 blah. I went on, on my phone. I found it within two seconds. Cheaper than the vendor was selling it. Wow. And, my, and he was like flipping out. I go, dude, you got it. When you go to Kavans, you, you look at it, bust out your phone really quick and do a little research really fast. Yep. Uh, you never know what you're going to find. You might find it going, oh, shit, this thing is really expensive, and they're selling it this price? Fuck, I'm buying it. Or you're going to get, oh, they're selling it for 200 bucks, and it's going for $10 on, on eBay. Mm -hmm. No bids or anything. They're like, oh, there's a bunch of them on there? Yeah. Go to eBay. <laughs> you're right. I, w I will say this, though. 
you're correct in what you just said, but people, one thing you need to check, because sometimes I've seen this myself when I'm looking stuff up on, like I'll see something I want. I'm like, you know what, let me check online and see how much it is. You see it on eBay for 20 bucks. You see it right in front of you for like 70 bucks. But then the eBay item is like 20 bucks with $60 shipping and handling. Right. So look pay at the shipping attention you to the look shipping. To see if there's any bids or to buy it now. Yes, yes, because that's huge right there. And I would even say going on to that, say if it's a buy it now, let's just say 75 bucks, and say the item in front of you is $95, and this is flat out 95 flat out 75 no shipping, I would say, listen, I mean, I would go to the vendor and be like, look, I can buy this in this same, same condition and everything. For $75, it'll take me a week or two to get it here, but can you beat that price? Can you at least okay. match it match or beat it. that price? If they say no, walk away. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Another thing I'll say, though, if, if it is one of those items that say, like, 90 100 bucks, and you can't, this is all, obviously, if you can afford these items, if you can afford Right. Them, which everybody goes through times where they can and they can't. That we both oh, yeah. 100% <laughs> get. But say you can afford the item, say it's a rare item, and you see it online for 90 bucks, and you see it right in front of you for 100 bucks, even if they won't go down that 10 bucks, you might want to just grab that item because the Pamela Voorhees shit is hard to fucking find in good condition. <laughs> And I'm still mad at myself that I didn't get it, even though I did get a bunch of shit that day. So that's why I didn't get it. And uh, that's not the point. If you see a rare item at a con and you can afford it, I say buy it. Because more than likely, if you see a rare item at a con, even if you can, you can kind of haggle some. But um, usually they are, what was I going to say? They're real expensive online. Like, I have a, um, a blade, it was out of the box, but I have a blade figure from Puppet Master I got from Scarecon last year. I believe the guy I was asking 85 for, I took it down to 70 or 75. But that same item, I was seeing online for like 100 bucks. And this thing is in great condition, it just wasn't in the box, which is fine. And it's hard as hell to find, because Blade's like the most popular character in Puppet Master. Out of all the puppets, mm-hmm. he's the hardest one to find. He's all, well, for me, at least. And he's always the most expensive, and he's my favorite, so I was like, I gotta get this one. So, yeah, definitely, again, if you can afford it, do your research on the item first. If you can afford it and if you're at a con and, like Matt said, like I'm saying now, like I'm saying, or like I said, like I'm saying now, if it's cheaper online and you don't mind the weight, get it online, but try to haggle. Always, always, always try to haggle because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only way you'll be able to get a deal. I've made so many, I can't remember all, but I've made so many deals at Scarecon with people like, look, this is what I got, this is what I'll give you. If they say yeah, no, I bought this big alien mask. Uh, the guy was selling it for 60, uh, 65 or 80 bucks. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was a Sunday. And I go, oh, this mask looks pretty sick. And the guy's like, I don't want to bring it home. I'll sell it to you dirt cheap. I'm like, all right, how much? He looks at me and goes, I go, I got 20 bucks on me left. I've been spending it all on my this weekend. He goes, you know what? Deal. Give him nice. a $20 bill. Got myself a giant alien mask. I'm like, holy nice. fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. That is. I'm I'm still debating. Speaking of this con, and this this I can actually run with this episode because we're talking Scarecon. We're still gonna go back to Friday the Thirteenth Part One. So, but oh, I'm yeah, debating. We <laughs> yeah, we do all the time. If you've listened to this podcast, you know how this podcast goes. We're very professional. Yes. <laughs> but I was gonna say I'm thinking. I'm still thinking about it. I might. I don't know 100 percent yet. I might go out there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm, Definitely going to be there Saturday because me and my brother are going Saturday. So I'm definitely going to ride with him or he's going to ride with me, whatever, Saturday. But I might go up there all three days just be, just to go out there, hang out, hand out some cars or whatever. 
I'm not 100% sure. Or I might do, I'm either going to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday. I might do Saturday, Sunday. That way I don't have to take Friday off. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to do Saturday, Sunday. And, um, yeah, because I feel like if I go there Saturday, I can go there, get all the autographs I want, buy a few things. And if there's something there, another thing you're saying, you get better deals on Sundays. But it's one of those things where, like, if there's multiple of that item there you want, I would say take that risk. Go around a couple times. Maybe if you're there till the con's stopping, which I don't know what time it stops on Saturday, but say you're there till the con's stopping, you know, take that risk. But if you're only going to be there, I mean, if there's only like one or two items of that thing you want left, don't take that risk of waiting, thinking, okay, it's going to be there Sunday, because there's a shit ton of people that go there, and there's a shit ton of people that want that same thing you want. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very, it's a, it's a very risky thing. But I think I'm going to go up there Saturday, Sunday, and part of that is because of just those type of things. Yeah, I'll be going all three days. Uh, usually my Friday is my, my autograph day. Okay. If if there's certain people I want, I go right to them first. I don't go to any other booth except getting that autograph because I know certain people, the line will be long mm -hmm. sometimes. Or sometimes they're they're just there and like, I got to get this one person because I don't want to do anything else. Yep, yep. <laughs> like when we met at, at uh, Empire State, I went right for Robert England. I just, boom. Yeah. I didn't care what anything else was in the way. He was my first stop because I know, A, he's expensive. B, he's popular, so you're going to have a long line. And I know when we were waiting in line, there was this one dude that had so much shit to get signed. Oh I was my like, gosh. I got to beat him because, you know, he's going to be there forever. And I want to get everything else done. Speaking of him, since you brought <laughs> him up, I don't know. We never got his name, which is not important because I wouldn't mention his name on this podcast ever. But, uh... I think we discussed this on another episode. I'm gonna just because you brought that up, I'm gonna discuss it again. Now, people, usually when you go to cons, every con that I've been to, let's just speak horror in general. Even though the Albany con was more than just horror, or way more than just horror, but usually when you go to cons, when I go to cons, I'm sure Matt, you the same thing. You meet some really cool people. Yes. You meet some real big horror fans. Everybody's friendly. Nobody's bashing any. Like, no. okay, let me let me rephrase this. I'm just going to tell you guys a story. So Matt and I were talking in line. I don't even know how the hell we struck up a conversation. We just randomly started talking about horror stuff, obviously. Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing was the movie we were discussing. But, I mean, as far as, like, talking, I mean, like, even as far as, because I, I was there helping my friend Anthony out with his podcast, you know, promoting it, which whoever's listening right now, stop what you're doing. Go check out Video Game Crosstalk if you're a fan of video games, technology, and science. Check that out. It's an amazing podcast. Yes, He's on the is. same Definitely platforms I'm on. And also go check out, which Matt, this is my, a friend, another friend of mine. His name is Chris. Stories, Stories from the Bar. Stories from a Bar podcast. Go check that out. And check out Rock. Well, let me discuss his podcast. He goes to local bars, like the, the mom and pop type bars. Goes to local bars. And I don't know if he does – I believe it's with the owners or a co-owner. He'll do an episode with them at the bar and drink some of the beers at the bar and some of the beers that they brew for that, you know, like specific beers they brew at that bar or whatever. So check out Stories from a Bar. Check out Video Game Crosstalk. And then there's another one. I cannot remember these ladies' names. I met them at the Albany Con up here. They're cool as hell. But um, just to give them a quick shout-out real quick, Rock Candy Podcast. On this podcast, they talk about music. They'll break down like an album. Like they did, for example, they did the Beatles, they did Prince, they did a bunch of other stuff. 
Fleetwood Mac. I've never heard of them before until I listened to their podcast. But they'll they'll talk I about saw them live. Fleetwood. Fleetwood. <laughs> yes, I have. But yeah, rock. Can- so with them, with the Rock Candy podcast, like I said, they'll talk about an album. They'll talk about that whole album. Like they'll break down the song for song. They'll give you a history about the artist or artists. You know, the one artist or the band or group, whatever you want to call them. And it's cool because it's a fun podcast. And as they're going through this, they're drinking beer and just talking. So, you know, it gets a little silly, but it's still a great podcast. You get a lot of information from it. And then, um, like, I don't listen. A lot of the music that they talk about on there, I don't listen to. But I have a respect for it and even more of a respect for it once you learn the history of these people. So check out those three podcasts. Again, that's Stories from a Bar, Video Game Crosstalk, and Rock Candy Podcast. And obviously check out Matt's Awesome Semi-Attack Podcast and his You and Your Horror Podcast. You and Your Horror what, what the hell is it called? You and your horror movies? You and your horror movies, the YouTube YouTube channel. page. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying okay. to give, you know, the quick shout-outs. But, yeah, check all of them out. Follow all of them. Like, rate, and subscribe on iTunes and all that other good stuff because it does really matter and it does really help. Right? Your like, share, review, subscribe. And, uh, yeah, so back to, the, back to the killing and slashing stuff. <laughs> oh, we got <laughs> back to our talk. story about the convention with the dude there. Yes, back to that. So, <laughs> again, like, I know we met in the line, me and you, because my wife was down there. And everybody was just having, like, a nice conversation about horror movies. There was, and there was another gentleman, and I wish I got his name and, and uh, gave him my information as far as, the podca- as far as the podcast goes and as far as the horror page goes, like I did for you. Because with you, I told you about my page and the podcast, and you followed it right away, which... I appreciate that, which was awesome. No problem. Hey, was he was he wearing glasses and red hair? Uh, I think was wearing black. So he had. I remember on his he was wearing a jacket, I believe. I, I know exactly who it is. I'll give you his information later because I got his information. Did, I end up friending him on, on Facebook. Okay, did, he had enamel pins on his jacket, I believe. Yes, yes okay. him. Oh, perfect. This is awesome. Yep. I'll get you hooked up. Cause he was he was kind of in our conversation about the gar you know the B. Now nah, I'm not gonna say garbage because these movies are fucking fantastic and fun. The B horror movies. He was kind of in it too, but this other guy wasn't really in the conversation too much. Like if we talked about a big name horror movie, yeah, he'll talk about it. And when we talked about Robert England, he was talking about it. And he had that big suitcase full of shit, which he had a lot of duplicates of. Talking about some, oh, I'm just a collector. I don't sell this bullshit. <laughs> you're not just a collector because you're not gonna collect the same exact same exact to the T, like same picture. Six of them. You're not going to do that and keep it for yourself. You're going to sell them, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's cool. It's a smart idea. But anyway, that's not why I'm not hating on them, but that's not why this conversation's coming up. This conversation's coming up because you got one of those, uh, which I want to kind of come up with a name for this. I don't know what I want to call them right now besides like a jackass or asshole or dick bag. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Damn it, dick bag. I got a dick bag right here. That's so fucking funny. But um, you got these kind of fans, and it's with any, any, any type of genre as far as you could say a horror convention, you could say a Comic-Con, a music convention, whatever. But you got these type of fuckheads, dickbags, whatever you want to call them. We'll come up with a nickname later, maybe today. And they just don't really, uh, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'll just, I'll go right to it. We were talking about the movie Thanksgiving. Matt and I were talking about Thanksgiving. I believe the other gentleman was too, which I don't know his name. And I wouldn't put his name out there because this is the this is the other cool guy. I wouldn't put his name out there until you know I talked to him, got him on the podcast, and all that other good stuff. But anyway, Matt, I, and the other cool guy were talking about 
thanks killing and how cool the movie was and how funny it was. And then Dick Bag comes in. And I believe you even t- I believe Matt, you even brought up the movie with the with the tire. I forgot what it's called. Oh, Rubber. Rubber. Yep. I believe you brought that movie up. You're telling me about. It. I was laughing like I got to see that. And I believe we even brought up the movie with the killer Christmas trees. Um, it was like 15 minutes long. I can't think of what the hell it's called right now. Uh, Treevenge. Yes, Treevenge. But anyway, this this. Uh, let me think of another thing I can call him. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> this dick bag. <laughs> <laughs> jumps into the conversation, which I do not mind at all. I love that when I'm having a good horror conversation out in public like that, and people jump in, chime in. And he's just like, oh, that movie sucked. I, would, I don't even know how you guys can waste your time watching that movie, this, that, and a third. And I'm thinking, that, like, I, nobody went off on him because I'm trying to get be a better person. I didn't want to do that. Same. And it's a horror convention. I'm having a good time. I was in good spirits. And the funny thing was, before I even get to that, like, my wife made a face, like, holy shit, like, he's really just saying this shit. We discussed, we, me and her talked about it later on that day and that night and stuff. But anyways, back to Dickbag, Captain Dickbag. Uh, he was just saying all this bullshit about how he wouldn't watch the movie or how he seen the movie. It was so stupid he couldn't finish it. How can you guys waste your time and watch that? I can't watch those kind of B-rated movies. It has to be this, that, whatever. That's fucking fine and fucking dandy. Fuck you, first of all. Fuck you forever. <laughs> That's the first thing I want to say. I'm getting this off my chest, and Matt, I want you to do the same. <laughs> All right. With my rants done with this. But my main thing is, when it comes to horror movies, just because we're talking horror in general, you don't have to shit on something that somebody else enjoys. You can, I don't mind, say, if, fuck it, let's just say, just for argument's sake, let's say you didn't like the movie. You're like, you know what, I watched the movie. I didn't really enjoy that movie. Whatever, give it your give it your one rating, or whatever. Because there's some been, there's been some shitty horror movies that I've watched, like Ooga Booga. Fuck that movie. I gave it a one. Oh probably gonna god, that movie's so bad. I might even give it a negative one. It was so bad. <laughs> but I wouldn't say. How can you? That wa- movie's a piece of shit. No one should ever fucking watch it. No, I'm, there's I'm, gonna be people out there that actually like the movie. But like, okay, cool. Not not that, but I mean, because I might put it this way: if we were doing a review on it, I would say the movie fucking sucks. I don't recommend it, but. I feel you should watch it to get your own opinion on it. Don't blame me if you watch it type of deal. But I feel like if you're jumping into a conversation like that and all you have is negative shit to say, like why, how the fuck can you watch that movie type of shit, keep your thoughts to yourself. Shut the fuck up, dick bag. Go play with your balls in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and um, again, if you want to jump into the conversation and you're just like, you know what, I seen the movie, me personally, I didn't really care for it, but, you know... Watch at your own risk type of deal. Like you're, you're not, you're you're not bad. You could talk shit about the movie because you didn't like it, but you're not really bashing it or saying like, how the fuck can you watch this? Like, what the fuck? No, you don't got to do all that. Chiming into a conversation, because no one was talking to you in the first place. Fuck you and your red fucking hoodie and your red fucking suitcase. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done. Don't worry. <laughs> That's no problem. This is just great. I'm like, I want to sit there with a bag of popcorn and just eat it. And just let you keep going on your rant. Like, go, La- you going. know, you know what we need. To, you know what I. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, listeners that are still listening to this, I want to do an episode with people, with horror fans that you just want to say. You, we won't call these people out. They can be from a Facebook group. It can be from people you met in person, but just someone that gave you a bad taste in your mouth, that hey, was just. And I'm not wishing any harm on anybody. I just want to say fuck you to them. <laughs> if you're listening yeah. to this podcast and uh, I'm talking about you, 
Thank you for the support, but still, fuck you. <laughs> but no, Good like, horror rant. yeah, but like, I just, I don't feel you should bash a person, a person for watching a certain movie. I'm not going to say I shouldn't, you shouldn't bash an opinion either, I guess. But you should, again, what I'm getting at is you don't need to jump in a conversation about something that you were, you weren't invited into the fucking conversation. You don't need to jump in that horror conversation that you weren't invited to just to be fucking negative. Again, if you want to jump in there and say, hey, I, I like this movie, I like this movie, I love this movie, or I hated this movie, that's cool. That's fine. I'm, excuse me, I'm all good with that. But don't sit here and say, oh, that movie was so fucking corny, how the fuck can you watch that? I can't watch those movies. They're a waste of my time. Listening to you with that stupid fucking shit was a waste of my fucking time. And maybe it wasn't because I got this little rant to go off that's on my podcast now. <clears throat> and I'm just saying, I wish Jason's mother and Jason could both just not kill you, but just slap the shit out of you for saying some stupid shit like that with Freddy's glove. <laughs> just backhand you with Freddy's glove. That's what I want Jason and his mother to do. Rest in peace, Betsy White. And just like I said, again, I'm going to go on with this rant a little bit longer. I just... Because I bash movies. There's movies that I've watched. I'm like, you know what? This movie, I didn't like it. I'm actually going to do a podcast. We're actually going to do another podcast that I discuss with these great guys from St. Louis, John and um, Greg. I'm going to, one of these days, and I want you to be in on this episode, Matt, and a few other people. I'd like to get a group of people that have been on the podcast or haven't been on the podcast, whatever. We're going to do a horror movies we hate it. Horrible horror movies. That's what we're going to call it. Horrible horror movies, right? Oh, I got some humdingers there. And the way I want to do this episode, and then I'll go back to my little rant, and then Matt, I want you to go on your rant. Okay. <laughs> and then we're going to go back to Friday the 13th. <laughs> but anyway, what I want to do this horrible horror movies episode is we're going to each pick three movies, two to three movies, depending on how many people we get. We're, nobody's going to tell anybody what movie they picked, but we're going to pick two or three movies that you rate, I'll say, a four, or a, no, you know what, I'm going to say a three or less, because I feel like if you rate a horror movie a four, it's not necessarily bad. Mm -hmm. But I'll say a three or less. And these movies can be from <laughs> a three to a negative ten, if you wanted to go that far. <laughs> oh, I could cut up the list right now, top of my head. So, yeah, definitely let me know when that oh, is going to happen. I, I definitely, definitely got some fun ones to say in that. But oh. I'll, say, I'll say two or three movies. You kind of discuss the movie a little bit and just say what you hated about the movie. The horrible horror movies. And that's, that's just going to be fun. And the whole thing what we're going to do is we're going to discuss them. We'll let the person describe the movie, discuss it or whatever. And then maybe after that, everybody will write down the movie. Like, here's how I want to do it. I'm coming up with this idea right now off the top. And yes, you guys are going to hear it on the podcast. Maybe we could each come up with two or three movies, right? We won't tell each other the movies until we record together. But when we record, we'll say, like, you know, Matt. Ooga Booga, and everybody has a pen and pad. They'll write down Matt Ooga Booga. You'll talk about the movie a little bit, and we'll give it a rating. We'll each give it a rating, right? Like, say, I'll give it a two. Someone else give it a one, whatever. Whoever, we'll do those three, and let's just see what movie gets the least rating at, from everybody's opinion. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, from everybody talking about their, from everybody discussing their, their three movies, we'll each write down, you know, the, the title of the movie and the person who, you know, talked about that movie and just give it that rating and go up at tally him up at the end just to, just for shits and giggles so well, yeah i got some movies people have never even heard of that are probably really really bad <laughs> so i'm gonna do a horrible horror movies one and i want to do one with uh i don't know dick bag fans <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
And this is just like, this isn't for people who don't like certain movies. This is for people who just pretty much say, fuck your opinion type of movie. You know what I mean? Like how that guy was pretty much like, yo, how can you guys watch that movie? Fuck your guy. Like, why would you guys waste your time type of deal type of thing? Jump chime. Like the ones that chime in when they shouldn't chime in. Again, you can have your opinion. I'm okay with that. But just the way you approach it, the way you talk to people, mm-hmm. you want to be a little bit more personal about it. Like, hey, listen, I didn't really like that movie so much, but... You know, here's why I didn't like it. And I could be like, okay, that's cool. I see your point, but here's why I did like it. Not how the fuck can you guys watch this movie? That movie was a waste of my time. You guys just wasted your time watching that movie. I can't even watch those type of movies, those B-rated movies. You know what? Watch this. I'm flicking you off right now. You can't see it. There's no camera on, but fuck you. <laughs> Rant is over. Dickbag. Matt. No, I'm not calling Matt a dick bag, people. I'm talking about the dick bag with the red hoodie and the red fucking bag, getting all them fucking autographs, which I don't mind. That's cool. Get all the fucking autographs you want. Sell them, keep them, whatever. Cool. I respect that. But fuck you, dick bag. Matt, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movies are very opinionated and whatnot. I know, understand, not everyone's going to like a certain movie or not everyone's going to love a certain movie. Like, there's movies where... Everyone's going to love no matter what. Okay. But there are also going to be some people that don't like it. Mm-hmm. I, ex- I, That's your opinion. I respect it. You do what you want. And if you want to have a conversation about it, like why you don't like it and why I like it, absolutely. I'll, I love getting those kind of conversations. Those are fun. Like I hate talking politics. I hate talking religion because those are all – but talking horror, that's my comfort zone. That's – okay, why don't you like – let's say Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. You watched it, you didn't like it. Okay, why didn't you like it? And I'll tell you the reason why I liked it, and we can have a little cool conversation. But if you sit there and say, oh, it was a waste of my time, it was all bullshit, this movie fucking sucked, but you're not telling me why it sucked. Why did it suck? Oh, it just sucked, blah, blah, blah. No, that's you just being, being stupid. Tell me why it sucked. Why? Because it didn't have more on-screen kills, no blood, blah, 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 blah. Like, give me some reasons. Like, if you don't give me a reason, you just say the movie sucks, eh, I'm not really going to expect and respect that opinion as much. And another thing I hate, too, is you're standing in line, and you're either waiting to get inside the con, you're waiting for an autograph or whatnot, and there's always people behind you, and they're either, A, they're talking about a movie that's awesome, and you want to chime in and say, hey, blah, 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 but there's those people that are bashing this one movie that you love. Mm-hmm. They're saying this, again, why it sucks, this sucks, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes you just want to bite your tongue and be like, don't get involved. You like this movie. These people probably don't understand what this movie's about. And then sometimes you have to turn around and be like, oh, so you don't like such and such. Why? Just curious. I just want to, you know, chime in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, fuck you. We don't want you to, t- we're not talking to you. Well, then. Yeah. Okay, then. I'm going to turn right back around and ignore the fuck out of you for the rest of the con. I hope I don't see you walking around. There's a reason it's being nice. Like, we're all horror fans. We all love the genre. doesn't matter if we like slashers, monsters, uh, serial killers, thrillers, those type of things. We're all there for a reason, because we love the genre. Everyone should respect each other, and pretty much 99% everyone does. We all have that horror shirt on. We all have that bag full of goodies to sign or movies to sign but there's that one person that's just a real dick it's like shut up 
or I oh this is another thing that I hate too. You're at a at a convention, and you're at a panel, and you're sitting there, listening to the person talk, and you're like you're getting some cool information, maybe some behind the scenes, and there's this one dude that keeps asking question after question, and you could tell the guest is getting annoyed too. Mm-hmm. It's like shut up, man. You stop. No one <laughs> wants to hear about your bullshit. We we're here for say Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder here is talking about Friday the 13th Part 7, or he's talking about um, doing Ed Gein, or doing some other weird flick that probably no one's heard of, and you're like, oh, I want to hear about this, or working with uh, on Hatchet and shit like that. And, of course, this guy's, I got a question. So uh, my movie that's coming out is about zombies, and I was wondering if you knew about It's like, what? And, of course, everyone looks at this dude like, what the fuck? Like, sit there and shut up. Some of those questions you don't want to ask during a panel, you ask when you go up to them and meet them face-to-face. It's one of those personal things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just want to raise your hand just to get the attention away from them and get a different question out there because you're tired of hearing from this dude. <laughs> I forgot what convention. It was a Scaricon. I'm trying to remember which one it was, but this one dude just kept talking and talking. And you could tell the, the ambiance in the room was getting kind of awkward. Yeah. It's just, oh. And another thing, Mr. Red Hoodie there mm-hmm. kept saying Kane's name wrong. I had to keep correcting him. He just wouldn't do it. It was <laughs> driving me bonkers. He keeps saying, it's Kane Hoder. Oh, I'm like, gosh. what? I, and I go, no, Kane Hodder would do such and such. Well, Kane Hoder, like, no, it's not Hoder. It's Hodder. If you watch all the, if you, if you see this stuff, there's documentaries when they're saying, Here's Kane Hodder who played Jason in Part Eight, or yes. here's Kane Hodder who worked with Adam Green on Hatchet. Blah 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 blah. blah. We're yes. getting Hooter or Holder. It's Hodder. And I know we all say our names wrong or whatnot. If I say someone's name wrong and they someone corrects me, perfect. I'll fix it and be like, "So sorry, I thought it was such and such." Like, nope, it's pronounced this way. <laughs> you got it. Like if say Amanda Weiss, say if you say Amanda Woos. Or Amanda, Weiss. something else, and you're like, wait a minute, it's Amanda Weiss. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's no problem. But if you keep doing it, and someone keeps correcting you, fucking fix it. Yes. And again, I know people like to bring their stuff to conventions to get signed and whatnot. But again, that dude with a giant suitcase full of shit, oh, that kind of annoyed me because it's, you gotta be respectful too for other people at the convention. People are here to see, again, it was Robert England. I know you got some stuff to get signed and I know you probably saved your money because he's expensive. He charges mm-hmm. per autograph. So if you want two autographs, it was a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Cause it was so 80 he, each, right? What's that? It was 80 per autograph, right? 80 per autograph per item. So if you got an item signed, it was $80 per item. And I understand like I brought one thing to get signed. I brought two just to be on the safe side, but it's two items. Mm-hmm. You don't need to bring a fucking suitcase full of 50 fucking things to tie up the line because now you're tying up the whole entire line behind you. They want to get people to go through. I understand if you have, like, you know, three or four things. Fine. Perfect. But if you're bringing a fucking suitcase full of all this other shit to get signed, most likely you're going to sell on eBay. You're kind of ruining it for everybody else. This is why people's prices are so damn high to get autographs. Because people are trying to make a buck or two on these autographs. 
I understand, you know, maybe tough times. You got to sell your stuff. That's okay. But just to do there to make money, that, that, that gets me going. That gets my goat. It's like, stop. You don't need all the shit to mm-hmm. get signed because now you're going to sell it on eBay to make a bajillion more dollars. You're like, oh, that's a good idea, but not good for a convention. Because, you know, if you get stuck behind Mr. Suitcase, you know you're going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to be standing in line for 45, 50 minutes because this guy's got to have 50 fucking things signed. <sighs> but then again, I'm next in line. But, ah, uh, but it was so perfect. I loved it. I, I, I threw it in his face, too. Because he kept saying, oh, you got to be VIP because I'm a VIP. And another again, thing at a convention, people. Don't rub it in people's face that you're an, a VIP or you bought a specific thing to, you know, get ahead of the line. That's kind of like snobbish and rubbing it in your face. Mm-hmm. It's not nice to do to people. So when he kept saying, oh, it's Robert England. you got to get VIP because you're going to get ahead of the line. You're going to beat everybody else. Yeah, but if you're there for a day, you're going to have fun time no matter what. Who cares? Exactly. But you don't want to keep rubbing it in my face saying you're VIP over and over again. Because this is the perfect karma, people. All right? Mr. VIP with a suitcase full of shit had to go into another line because they made it a line for VIPers. When they opened the doors, the VIP had to go in one area. Everyone else kind of, you know, flocked in. I got to Robert England's booth, and I was number one in line, all right? Mm-hmm. VIPers didn't even show up. The people at the booth said, give us five minutes, and we'll get everything all situated. Perfect. I'm like, sure, no thing. Let me get my stuff out ready. I'm being nice and courteous, no problem. And guess what? I was the first shit to get signed by him and meet him. That's awesome. I didn't, the VIPers never even showed up yet. They were still getting everything checked out. So guess what? I beat your fucking VIP people. You hear that, Dick Bag? <laughs> oh, so like, and the guy that was with us too, the talking. Yeah. He asked me, he goes, "I go, oh yeah, I got my shit signed before Mr. VIP." And he started laughing. He goes, "I know, right? I was right behind you." I'm like, "Yeah, you don't have to be <laughs> VIP. You really don't." No. I mean, I f- me yeah. personally, I feel. I mean to cut you off. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. But as far as the VIP thing goes, it's cool to have, like, you know, to get to, if the line's long, to get ahead of the line or be first in line, if that's the case. But I feel, actually, I think I feel like a dick, say, if everybody's in line already before me, and I'm like, hey, I'm VIP, I get to come up front, I feel, I feel like a dickhead. I should oh, yeah, me too. I'm like, a, like, I'm an asshole, like, neater, 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 I'm going ahead of you, unless, I get to skip. Unless there's, like, say there's, like, two lines, they're like, okay, well, you know what, say there's two lines with, let's say, 20 people. And they're saying, you know what, the VIP, what we'll do is we'll do one VIP person, and then, I'm trying to think. Let's say the VIP line does go first. There's 20 and 20, but everybody got there at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But if, say, everybody who's not a VIP gets in line first, and then VIPers start coming, you're sh- I feel like you should be shit out of luck. You should have got here first, at the very least. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I know with the VIP thing, like, at ScareCon, they have the screeners so they can, like, sit up front more. Which a lot of times people there's not always they're not always packed for the um the Q and A's and for the screener so you can pretty much sit wherever you want anyway and you can still oh, see yeah. and hear great <laughs> so that really doesn't matter with the VIP I guess if you stay as I'll say for Scarecon because I know that if you stay at Scarecon for the weekend and if you're staying close enough to the con or if you live out there um I guess the only good thing would be the after 
excuse me, the after parties, you're able to go to the after party, but even right. still, is that really that big of a deal? No. Nope. And the for the pass, it's it's like $175, $180 for the VIP pass for the weekend, or you can just get a regular pass for 40 bucks for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And still enjoy the whole con. You just don't go to the after party. Yeah, and you can buy your own shirt if you want, because they give you like a free shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, eh, I'll just buy the shirt. Yeah, exactly. But the whole, I understand if you like a VIP, do it. I'm not going to say don't do it. If just you don't do it. Go right ahead. But don't rub it into people's faces. That's the one thing that I can't stand. Yeah. Is they're rubbing it in my face saying, oh, I'm VIP. I'm going to be ahead of you because I got it first. Blah, 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 blah. And I don't well, to guess what, buddy? Movies. I already got my shit signed way ahead of time, and I got to meet him. Had a great conversation, and you guess what? I got it first. And I'm not mm -hmm. even VIP. <laughs> so when you're into that, people, hey, don't rub it in people's faces. Just have a great time. You're all there for the same reason. Talk. That's like another thing about being in lines with things. You get to talk to other horror fans. Yes. yes. Like when I was in Sid Haig's line, me and this other guy must have had a great conversation about what Sid Haig and some of the films he did. My wife hasn't chimed in. We're all talking. And we're waiting for Sid to get ready. Like we were number two in line. Because that was the booth to go to first was Sid Haig. Mm -hmm. And we just chatted up a storm. Such a great time. And they're like, hey, can you hold my phone and take a picture for me? Yes, we will. I'll do the same for you. Boom. And we're all courteous. We're all helping each other out. Like, hey, do you want me to stand here, guard your shit while you get your picture? Yeah. I got time. Oh, please. Boom. You develop great you make friends that way. It's awesome. But sh me and you met at the con up here in Albany and became yep. friends because of being at that con and just having a cool conversation. That's right. That's how it works. And now you're on to my podcast a lot, which <laughs> is fucking great. Really great. Actually, a fucking lifesaver. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, like, put it this way. When you go to a con or anything... Anything in life, I'll say. This is this will be my little my little thing, and then I'm gonna be off of it. Yeah. <laughs> just be just be courteous to people. You know, like I said, with the whole, I'll stick with the horror thing real quick, just because we're it's a horror podcast. We, this is a long fucking rant, but <clears throat> excuse me. Like I said, just be courteous. Again, if there's something you don't like, say people having a people having a group conversation, you're earshot away, and people are chiming in. If you don't like what they're talking about, the movie they're talking about, just say you know what. I hear what you guys are saying, but I really wasn't a fan of that movie because I'm not going to sit here. Don't sit here and go into the conversation saying, how the fuck can you watch this movie? You wasted your time. I can't watch a movie like that. I can't watch these type of movies, da-da-da-da-da. It's a waste of time. Like, If you feel like that, don't – you could say it in a better way is what I'm getting at. Don't be a dickbag. Right. You know? Don't yeah. be a red hoodie, which red is my favorite fucking color, and that's never going to change. Don't be a red hoodie, red – Red big ass suitcase. This is and this was a suitcase with the fucking wheels that you drag. Like you're going on vacation yeah. for like two weeks type of suitcase. Not like a little bag suitcase you carry on your shoulder. This no, is the big one. Fucking fucking huge suitcase. I'm looking at it going, ah oh, shit. And <laughs> I, I'm not even I'm not even mad that he got multiple autographs, whatever. Do what you gotta do, but I Yeah, it's just money, do what you want. I feel when you do something like that, at the very least because Robert England's lines were short here. At, up in yeah. Albany, I feel like if it was if it was at Scarecon, if it was at a horror convention, it would be the lines would be crazy. But I feel like at the very least, if you're getting more than I'll say like I'll say ten items signed, maybe that's the cutoff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should be like, okay, if, if you see people behind you, 
just so you know what, let me get these couple signed and I'll come back around because you got to spend the money anyway. It's not like it's it, yeah. it'd be different. Like say if you go there for a hundred bucks and they're like, I'll sign ten items for you or twenty items for you, then I get it. But then you got to come around again and pay another hundred bucks for that same twenty for another twenty items. You know what I mean? I get it if you're doing it like that, but you have to pay for every single item. So like, okay, get three or four signed, ten signed tops. If there's people behind you, if there's a line behind you, get a few signed. Go to the back of the line. Then get a few more, you know, just so other people can get that experience, get to talk with the guy, and fucking, he doesn't have a fucking hand cramp <laughs> writing for all year for you. But, yeah, man, just, like I said, be more courteous out of kind. If you want to jump in on a conversation, it's cool to jump in, but you don't have to bash, you don't have to bash the conversation pretty much. Like, how can you watch this type of bullshit? And that's the last I'm going to say a dick bag for today. But, again, I want to do a horrible horror movies podcast, and maybe in that podcast we can talk about more dickbag fans if we meet any, which I hope fucking not. So, again, that conversation's over with. Fuck you, dickbag. And uh, <laughs> I really hope that you're doing great in life. It's just that, that day, fuck you, for that, for that part. Everything else I hope is going great for you. I really do. On, <laughs> back on to Friday the 13th, part one. Um, again... Adrian King is in this movie. She's going to be at Scaracon at the Turning Stone. I'm going to get her autograph. Hopefully she'll listen to this episode and she won't be too bothered by the rant. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to fast forward from this point to this point, that's yeah, perfectly that's fine. That's perfectly fine with me. <laughs> it's just, some, you know, sometimes you just got to get that off. And it'll be a funny story here and there. But, um, again, with this movie, I really did love this movie. Um... Shit, I guess we can jump right into ratings because people. We've just, I know we didn't go really, really deep into detail with this movie, but I don't want to. This is a movie, if you haven't seen it, go see it for one. Please go see it. As a matter of fact, if you haven't seen this movie, I say go watch this movie. Even if you've seen the rest of the franchise or bits and pieces of the franchise, watch this movie and then watch the rest of them. Watch them in order because this movie does. This franchise, for the most part, goes in order which I love about it, and I love how they have the flashback. Like, part two, I have the flashback from part one. Yep. And so on. And, um, you know one thing I do love about this movie, which you find out in the, uh, that Crystal Lake Memories was, um, remember the end, or remember in the Crystal Lake Memories, well, you know how the movie ends where Jason pulls her, which is, yeah. uh, Ari, what's his last, Ari, uh, Ari, Ari, Ari Liam? Ari, yeah, Ari Liam. Pulls her out of the canoe, flips it over, but they say they didn't see a boy. They, she wasn't in the water. Was it a dream? Did it really happen? I like how they leave that open. They even say it in the memory that they just left that open for the fans. I love how they did that with this movie. I do want to mention that. And uh, another thing I would like to say about this movie is, oh, shit, I can't wait to get her autograph. I have Ari Lehman's autograph already from this movie. I have the, actually have the scene where he's jumping up out of the water and pulling her in the boat. I got his autograph twice. Oh, nice. I got one up here at the um, thing where I didn't get Tom Savini's, and I got one at Scaricom when he was down there the last time. And I got a CD. I bought his CD. Ari Liam's there. I don't remember if I have his CD or not, but I know he signed. Like, me and my brother went when we went to Fanicon. We were, this is, like, before. I think we were, like, the last ones to get his autograph that day. He signed a machete for us. He signed a picture for us. And he signed... Uh, some, one or two other things for us, maybe one other thing a piece for us, and all that was twenty bucks. Like he, he was just like, you know, that's a good. Deal. And because like we were, yeah, it was a great deal because we, like it was towards the end. Like I said, the con was ending within like the next half hour, and we were just like bouncing all around the town. 
we got his last, and we were just talking. We like we just went over there. We were talking to him for like till the end of the con, pretty much. And he was like, you know, you guys are really cool. Kept me company for the like, for his last part of the con, blah blah blah. And he signed all that stuff for us, twenty bucks. And I was like, this is. I was like, yeah, thank you so much. It's so awesome. We took pictures with him and all that, and just. Another thing, when you get autographs, people, <laughs> say thank you to the guest. Because yes, it's, it's, it's that simple. Say thank, say thank you and take a picture with them if they allow it or whatever. Because it's just, it's so cool. And don't say, oh my God, my friend actually did this at a convention. I wanted to hit him. Um, Angie Everhart was there, okay? Mm-hmm. She was in uh, Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood. She's a Playboy playmate. She's been in a bunch of actress, bunch of things. Okay. My wife loves Angie. She definitely, that was like her one to meet. So cool. But anyway, he comes up to her and goes, so what were you in? That's wow. it? Have you done anything else? Yeah, don't do what? that. What? Don't say stuff like that to people. Especially if it's a person there for one of the guests. It's kind of like you're insulting them. Like, well, what else? You're in that? That's mm-hmm. it? Yeah, um, you don't do that. No. Ugh, that's a, sorry, back on the rant. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. Yeah. But, like, so, again, with this movie, like, uh, I love the movie, and I'm going to jump into my rating, and I'm going to give it a, oof, let me see. I'm going to give it eight Pamela Voorhees sweaters out of ten. The sweater. The iconic sweater. Sweater. <laughs> so what would you rate this movie, Matt? Uh, let's see, for for her sweaters, again, this movie starts off the whole entire franchise. Without this movie, you wouldn't have the huge franchise that we have today. And it's, again, fantastic slasher in itself. If if you didn't have two all the way up, including the remake, this could be an awesome, just a standalone slasher in itself. I agree. And that's it. That's, that's all you need. You wouldn't have to have Jason Voorhees in it. You can just mention that, you know... Her kid died in the water while the camp counselors were doing bad shit and just leave it like that. Perfect. This it could have been a standalone slasher by itself. But it spawned a franchise, and we thank you for sparring the franchise. Because these movies are so much fun getting people together. And again, started off, I give this one an 8.5 out of 10 Ooh, sweaters. Nice, nice. <clears throat> Eight and a half yes. sweaters out of 10. And... Um, my next question will be, which you already know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, I would, <clears throat> if you can change anything about this movie, what would you change? I would say, honestly, I don't think I would change a thing about this movie. I know I didn't give it a perfect 10, but at the same time, I feel like the movie was done just so good and so right, you don't really need to change much, if anything, about this movie. The only thing I would change would be to show more kills on screen. Okay. That's about yeah. it. All right. I agree. You know what? I take that. I agree with that right there. But other than that, I mean, it's not bad. Yep. As a matter of fact, if you had all the on-screen kills, this might have been a 9 for me. Maybe a 10, but definitely a 9. Like the one girl that went by the archery range, all of a sudden you just hear her scream. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden she's flown through the window with a rope around her neck. I'm like, what happened? Like, what what got her that way? <laughs> like, oh, just, okay, dive through the window with a rope around her neck. Okay. <laughs> true, but true. But I think if they had some more on-screen kills... Uh, it would have been a lot better. But again, for what it's worth, it's a fun slasher. It really is. And um, is there anything else you want to say about this movie before we end this episode? 
definitely, definitely must own for any slasher or horror fan. If you're a horror fan and you don't own any of the Friday the 13th movies, this is this is like one of the grails of a slasher film. Uh, definitely a must own, especially if you're a fan only of like maybe of four or five or whatever, and you're not a big fan of part one. It's still a definitely must own. There are different uh, box sets out there to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the one that has one through eight, but on DVD, my wife bought it for me a long time ago. I still have it. Uh, there is a Blu-ray section now that only has one through eight if you want. There is a steel tin that has all of them, but that's out of print and going for high prices. Yes. But if you want to just buy them single, you can, or I recommend buying them in a bulk, save you some room and get yourself maybe a collection of one through eight and just sit back and enjoy. You have a great time watching these movies. You can actually get that from Walmart. Yep. That box that you're talking about and it's the tin set. I still kick myself to this day that I didn't buy it when Me it too. first came out. It was like between 60 and $80, and I should have grabbed it because now it's online for like 200 and 300 some oh, at some point. I should have bought it too. I was like, I'm going, well, I have them all on DVD. Do I really need to put them on Blu-ray? No. But it's got a cool patch. It's got a cool tin. It's got some stuff. And a booklet, yeah, hold off. Yep. Guess what? Son of a bitch. My thing was, I was, like, I'll wait, let me, I was like, let me save a couple more dollars. Wait till I have a couple more dollars. And anytime I had the money, I just didn't think about buying it and now i'm just like i should have fucking got it when i had the chance yep but uh it it happens people and again i'll say this real quick before we end it if there's a horror and i'm saying horror because this is what the podcast is about if there's a horror thing you want to collect and get and if you have the money if you can afford it again obviously if you have the money get it get it right away because certain things it, they're not always going to make them for one and two once they stop making them, that price is going to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of collectors out there, and Friday the 13th, along with Nightmare on Elm Street, are kind of the highest franchise collectors for horror films. Mm-hmm. There are other ones out there, but most likely you're going to see Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. You're going to see Friday the 13th, and of yep. course you probably see Halloween. Halloween and Texas Chainsaw, but you see a majority of stuff for Friday and, and Nightmare. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of collectors out there. So if you see something cheap and you're thinking, you know what, I want to get into start collecting Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, together, put some money aside and start maybe building yourself up. Mm-hmm. Buy some small things here and there. If you see something really big and you're like, ooh, I kind of want that, you know what, if you have the money, fucking do it. Because yes. you enjoy it, you have a great time, and then realize if you spend all your money on one item, you could also find a bunch of smaller items for cheaper. Yes. So you're going to have to balance yourself out. You're going to kind of have to play the field pretty much. It's kind of like, ooh, do I want it or no? Uh, uh, okay, fine. <laughs> it's fun. It's yes. a fun collectible hobby. It really is. So, yep. He's correct on all that. And I'll say this too. I'm not, I haven't done it myself. I'm not saying I never would, but I'm not against people. Say if you want to buy an item. Let's just say, you know, do you want to buy a figure or whatever? And there's multiple figures of that same figure. Say there's like three. And you want to buy, do you like, I want to get this one because I want to get this one and keep it in my collection. The used one I want to buy and maybe get signed and whatever, sell. That's cool too. If you can afford to do it, go ahead and do it. But don't be a dick bag. <laughs> That's my message to you guys. Yeah. And on that note, um, Matt, do you have anything you want to plug? Again, if you guys haven't, please uh, check out my YouTube channel. That is You and Your Horror Movies. 
And also, too, also, if you do, put a comment on one of my videos saying that you listen to this podcast and that's where you heard it from. I'd like to know like where some people got came from. That's so awesome if you listen to this show and you listen and then you listen to my YouTube channel, please post that. I like to read comments. I always reply to all my comments, so please check it out. And also I'm also part of a podcast called Cinema Attack, where we just don't attack all kinds of cinema. We attack every kind of cinema. So therefore please check that out too as well. Yes. And on that note, hey, you forgot your Instagram, man. Plug that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I keep forgetting Instagram. Yes, I'm also on Instagram. It's you and your horror movies, all one word. So please check it out. I put a lot of pictures from my collections on there, movies that I watch, collectibles, all that fun shit, guys. So please check out you and your horror movies, all one word, on Instagram. And on that note, I will plug... My things also. I will start with Facebook. Hey, my Facebook page. I have two of them. I have a group, which in the group, post whatever you want that has to do with horror. Anything horror related. If you want to plug your podcast, you want to plug your YouTube channel, you want to plug your own horror page, post some funny horror memes, any of that. Horror with Sir Sturdy. Horror with Sir Dot Sturdy. But you just type in horror with Sir Sturdy, I'm going to come up. And then I have a Facebook page, which I just use just pretty much to promote my podcast and to help promote the other page, the group. And, you know, I'll post videos on there of me gaming and all that on Twitch. It's also called Horror with Search Sturdy, so go check both. Join the group, like the page, check it out. You'll have a great time. And then, <laughs> obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you can hear me. Whatever you use, I am on Podbean. I'm on iTunes, I'm on Google Play, I'm on iHeartRadio, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Stitcher, and I'm on many more. Like, rate, review, and share. Because it helps this podcast grow. It helps me keep this awesome content coming out. And I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm never, ever going to charge you guys to listen to my podcast. I'm not that damn famous, and even if I was, I want you guys to get this awesome, awesome content. I'm not even going to do a Patron Patron. Patron not the Patron's a drink. Oh, Patreon. Patreon. That's the word. I'm not, I'm not even going to do a Patreon thing. There is going to be some things I want to do later on down the road with this podcast. I have some fun trivia where I give out little things here and there, maybe. But I want you guys to get this content. Just like, share, like, join, share everything that, I'm, that we're talking about. His, his groups, his podcast, as well as mine and my YouTube and all that. So, again, that's my Facebook page, Horror with Sir Sturdy. Horror with Sir Sturdy on any platform to hear me. And then I'm also on Instagram, which my Instagram name is horror underscore with underscore sir underscore sturdy. But Instagram's funny like that. I couldn't make it the same as my Facebook thing. And on there, I just share a bunch of horror stuff, and that's it. Like, all horror things. Do a little horror t-shirt contest where everybody you just take a picture of the, shirt, the horror shirt you're wearing. Tag, you know, horror or no face selfie, horror shirt or something. I forgot what it was exactly. I haven't done it in a while until I get some more shirts, but that's besides the point. So, yeah, that's me on Instagram. On Twitter, it's HW underscore Sir underscore Sturdy. And, again, just because the way that those platforms are, they're kind of funky with it. You can't have it all. If I can have it all the same all the way across the board, I would. So, yeah, check me out on there. Same thing. I just tweet about horror stuff. I follow. And I follow anybody. I don't follow people. Like, my Facebook, my personal Facebook page, I don't add people just because that's more for, like, people that I personally know. But as far as the group, join it. As far as the page, like it. Twitter, follow me. 
uh, Instagram, follow me. Check me out on the podcast platforms. Please like, share, rate, review. I'm, I'm, on, I'm back to gaming. Uh, my PlayStation, my PSN is uh, Sir underscore Sturdy. So if you want to game, I also have a Twitch. It's Horror underscore Sir underscore Sturdy. I go on there. I have a bunch of fun with a bunch of friends. We'll go on there playing Dead by Daylight, Friday the 13th, or whatever, Grand Theft Auto. Even. I know it's a horror podcast, but I game with anybody. We just go on there, talk a bunch of shit while I'm streaming, and we have fun with it. So join all that. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, just thank you for listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I'm over 2,000 listeners right now. And when I first started this podcast back in the beginning of this year, January, when I first put out my first episode, my goal, I was hoping to get at least 1,000 downloads or 1,000 plays, whatever you want to call it. And I got more than double that. So I'm great, very grateful for that. So thank you all so, so much. And just keep the love coming. Keep it all coming. I promise you I'm going to keep coming out with this awesome content. And um, if you ever want to be a guest on this podcast, email me at horrorwithsir.com dot sturdy at gmail.com and that's if you want to be a guest and you want to do a movie re- movie review with me and one of my many co-hosts or you have a suggestion that you want to hear or if you're a creator if you're someone who makes your fan-made films you want us to review the movie shoot me an email and we will re- gladly review that movie we will gladly have you on here as a guest and just keep enjoying horror everybody remember like i said don't be a dickbag <laughs> and again, Matt, thank you so fucking much for coming on this podcast again. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. And I know we're going to be recording a lot more. <laughs> but uh, yes. again, people, check us out on the, all these platforms we just named. You can probably just Google Horror with Sir Sturdy by now and find me. My, ho- my YouTube page is also Horror with Sir Sturdy, which I'll be uploading my Twitch videos and my unboxing videos up on YouTube when I start doing those again. My Twitch videos, I do those every weekend. I try to do it when I can. And the unboxing videos, anytime I get something horror-related, I'm going to do a video. So if I go to, if you know I'm going to a con, which we will be going to ScareCon, and this should be out, this will be out before we go to ScareCon. So we will be going to ScareCon at the end of October at the Turning Stone um, Casino out in Vernon, New York. Right? Yeah, Vernon, New York. Vernon, New York. So if you see me, come say hi, come shake my hand. Same with Matt, come say hi, shake his hand, say what's up. And I'll have a business card. I'll have a business card from the Nightmare Shop, which is some friends out in St. Louis, and I'll have a business card for myself. And I'll probably grab a few from Matt to help him hand some out. So, yeah, come say hi, get a business card. You want to take a picture with us? I know we're not celebrities, but, hey, I'll put it this way. I'll sign autographs for free. <laughs> so, yeah, again, thank everybody so much for listening. I love the support. I am having so much fun with this freaking podcast. I'm going to keep on doing it, keep putting out awesome content, free content. And, um... Yeah, so enjoy this episode. I know we went on discussing the movie, then we went on a, a dick bag rant, then random rant. That's how this podcast works. There's no structure to this podcast, and I like it that way. So, again, thank you so much. Again, Matt, I know I just thanked you, but thank you again, man. And uh, stay right there, though, man. I'm going to end it real quick, and then we can discuss a little more if you want. Okay. But everyone else, as always, don't be a dick bag, and... I'll see you in your nightmares. Boobies. Boobies.